Hey, what is up, guys? Welcome back to Bitcoin and Markets. So today's episode is going to be a little excerpt from FedWatch this week, uh, Thursdays, 1230 Eastern with Bitcoin Magazine. Uh, this is me and Nolan Bowerly and producer Chris, and we're talking about the Tornado Cash situation. Um, my initial position was pushed back on, and then I pushed back again, and then we had some uh, some sort of coming to agreement at the end. But I thought this was an interesting back and forth, and so I wanted to put it out on my feed and see what you guys think. If you like this stuff, go to BitcoinMarkets.com, subscribe, uh, free member there, paid member to support the show. Uh, it is all found on BitcoinMarkets.com. And check out the telegram, t.me forward slash BitcoinMarkets. And of course, my Twitter, at Ansel Lindner. Uh, you can find me there. All right, let's get into it. But okay, so any other thoughts on price or I wanted to talk about tornado cash. Have you been following this story? Yeah, the arrest, unreal, huh? And and remarkably, uh, again, with this fake news, we're gonna fight money laundering and uh, you know, Christopher Ray's actual quote today from the FBI saying that this is like a must-do situation. Unreal, unreal. Yeah, so uh, here is a story from Coin Center. I am not the biggest fan of Coin Center. I've said mm -hmm. ever since the beginning when Coin Center got started and they're out up there on Capitol Hill trying to educate these people, I knew that they, they were going to take this education, even though it was well intentioned by mm -hmm. Coin Center, and they were going to use it to crack down. And I think that's what has kind of happened here. Uh, the Coin Center has dug their own grave for a lot of these crypto mm -hmm. tokens. But anyway, the, the story here for Tornado Cash is. They were an independent smart contract on Ethereum, and you could mix your coins there. And it was run by two guys. Um, OFAC came in and said, you know, you, we don't allow this because there's no KYC going on. Uh, that's where the OFAC compliant blocks come in. So uh, Ethereum has, it's had up to like 80 or 90% compliant blocks at one point, but now I think it's down to like 40%. Uh, but every day there's transactions censored Mm -hmm. on ethereum because of this ofac compliance all around this tornado cash stuff so um yeah now it's come out that the indictment has dropped uh sec is uh, in indicting these two guys from tornado cash because it's a centralized thing and yes it is running decentralized on the ethereum blockchain kind of like a you know a a smart contract there but these guys had total control over it they had control over the front end they had control over the code. They had control over everything. The authorities told them that they needed to start implementing KYC, and they didn't do it. Now, this is the the space, I guess, the Bitcoin space is taking this as an affront against privacy. But guys, this this a huge difference. There's a reason Satoshi was anonymous. Okay, yes, he published code, and but also we people know that if you can censor something, the government will censor it. Like it's not truly decentralized if they can arrest these guys and totally crash the coin, right? Yeah, but you're 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 even missing, like you're you're missing the frame here, Ansel. The frame mm -hmm. is not were they right in doing this and were there better mitigations? It's do 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 they have any credibility in the first place? They don't. I mean, this well, is Christopher Ray, right? This is what he says today. 
Today's announcement should remind criminal organizations everywhere in the world that they are neither untraceable nor anonymous. You can't hide from us behind a keyboard, he says. Okay, uh, so they catch no one else for this crime. Nobody gets caught for the money laundering, not even Hunter. No yeah. one gets caught for this stuff. Yeah. Okay, and now all of a sudden it's these guys. No, 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 no. It's what it's what uh, Giacomo Zucco says. No more negotiating around the KYC and complying, and then they didn't do it the right way, or they did it. The whole thing is a scam. Money laundering is beautiful, and we need to bring it back big time because whatever's going on here, right? When they go out and they say we're going to get the money launderers, they don't catch them. They catch who they want, and it's political. This is entirely political. You know, yeah. we had their lawyers speak at Bitcoin 2023. And, you know, they didn't say it expressly, <clears throat> but all of this stuff goes back to um, the inability to deputize the banking sector to do the job of law enforcement. And it's the weakness that has pervaded our entire system. We've abandoned Hong Kong to this folly. We gave Hong Kong away for this stuff. FATF compliance. That was what the security law in Hong Kong was all about. It was money laundering compliance with mainland China. Mm -hmm. And so at what point are we just going to say, what, what's the cost benefit here? What's the cost benefit, right? We're throwing more people in jail, yet Hunter's okay, everyone's fine. And uh, meanwhile, whole industries can't grow properly because we're living with mutant handicapped uh, people like Christopher Ray, who'd rather speak at WEF about how great, <laughs> how great, remember he went to WEF, yeah. talked about how great big tech censorship is going. Right. America has a cancer inside of it and it has nothing to do with uh, what what what's gone on with the tornado cash people. It's just a symptom. It's political prosecution. It's the same thing that we see. Yeah. Uh, sliding in here real quick, because we actually had a Twitter spaces on this exact topic last night um, with a bunch of people. Jameson Lopp, Seth for Privacy, uh, Zach Herbert and a, a couple other people, uh, even Luke Dash here uh, j jumped into the conversation. And uh, a lot of points that were brought up, it was very interesting. So uh, Roman and Roman were the two, I, I'm drawing a blank on the last names. It was Roman yeah. Storm and mm -hmm. Roman, uh, I forget the other one. I'm always mixed up with Roman Sterling off, which is Bitcoin Fog, which is a mixer, which is a separate issue. But the interesting thing with the tornado cache of it all is that they were told that they have to implement a KYC uh, exchange or, or a way to interact with it. They actually did implement a KYC like contract that you can implement. It was actually linked with, um, who are the people that run, uh, Chain Analysis, Chain Analysis. But um, the, uh, the obviously they're saying the reason that they're getting indicted is that they helped the Lazarus Hacker Group, which is a North Korean group, I believe. Mm. Uh, but the interesting thing is the Lazarus Hacking Group wasn't in the indictment one. So it's interesting. They're going after the people that have currently helped them, but they weren't indicting the Lazarus Hacker Group or named any of the North Korean hackers. And then two... You think the Lazarus Hacker Group is going to use the KYC version? The code that they wrote, even you could use the KYC, the easy one that's linked with Chainalysis. But the Lazarus Hacker Group, once they made that contract or it's open source, anyone could use any different variation. We, the three of us, could run a tornado cache like a DAO or a decentralized you know, autonomous organization. Um, and that's most likely what the Lazarus Hacker Group did. Uh, so they're going after the developers and, and even though that they couldn't prevent this, like this was code that they implemented. And there's a lot of, yeah, go ahead. Stop, stop looking at technology for the solution. The solution is to hire Hunter Biden. If you <laughs> hire him, you are immune <laughs> from any of these laws. You just need to hire him. SBF was also good. You could hire SBF to run this stuff for you and it would all go through and then no one would care. It was fine. You can just hire SBF.
Hunter Biden, and you can do all of this stuff all to all of the Bitcoin companies listening right now. You need to hire these people. The laws will not affect you anymore. That's the solution. It's the non-tech solution. No, I mean, yeah. the, the, the message we should be given to these companies is Bitcoin only. That's the message we should be giving to them. Now, I, th- I agree with you, Nolan. I, I think that the entire system is pretty much broken. Um, there is rot or a cancer inside of the financial system. But the answer is not to do centralized solutions and then cry when you get arrested. Yeah, yeah, the, right. the answer is to be like Satoshi, right? That's the answer. And I can't, it's not an attack on privacy. Privacy is already dead. The way you, the way you beat, the way you bring back privacy is you walk in the footsteps of Satoshi. That's how you do it. So I, I, I don't like this. I don't think the SEC should come down on them like this um, or whoever's it, it is, FinCEN or. Department it's, of Justice. It's Department of Justice, <laughs> the oh, DOJ. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, I don't think they should do this. I don't know if they can win. I think these guys might get off. This is just the initial indictment, right? It's not like they've been found guilty of it. Um, we have somewhat of a precedence of this type of thing, maybe with defense distributed. It's kind of a First Amendment sort of case. So I think they might win. But I just don't like people saying this is unexpected. Uh, this is this is expected and tornado cash was running a scam they were yeah okay. I, I see what you mean yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> on that I, uh, yeah can i add one more thing real quick i, I think the lot of the, the the big thing is that uh to your point um ansel that you're saying like privacy is dead and a lot of people we were pointing out some of the mistakes that the developers made one they were public of, of who they were and yeah. you could verify who they were and then two, like they were also, they also issued a token. So to your point, Ansel, they might go after them for, you know, an unregistered security. security. Yeah. I think the DOJ is going to throw everything at them and see what sticks and trying to make an example. I think yeah. at the end of the day, they might take a plea deal. So it's, oh, they're guilty, mm. but they might take it on the securities violation versus helping the Lazarus group. So it's kind of one of those things that they throw all these charges mm. and it's, you're going to take a plea deal on one of these, but it, it, I definitely think it's a fear tactic. Uh, yeah. One last quote, Phil Zimmerman had this famous quote that said, uh, if privacy is outlawed, only outlaws will have privacy. And I think that that's a, a brilliant quote from the uh, Phil Zimmerman, a OG cypherpunk uh, from the 90s. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think that there's a, I, I agree. Ansel, I think they're going to win in some cases. Like, I, I don't think that they're going to get hit actually with the public code or th- this, but I think they might get hit with the financial side of things, taking in money. You know, once they, mm-hmm. they were like, to your point, they weren't like Satoshi. They were trying to bring in money, which I don't blame them for. They're trying to run a business, but uh, I think they're going to get hit with uh, the, the money laundering aspect of it all. Yeah. It's my same argument for altcoins in general, you know, like I don't want the sec to break, come and, you know, um, arrest all these people or foul charges and all this stuff, but it's obviously going to happen. Mm-hmm. that's why we shouldn't cheer we should from the get-go keep people from falling into this trap right and once they people go down this road and it ends up exactly like how we expected uh it, it shouldn't be like oh my god oh my god it should be told you so do it this way do it better and and it could just be our own bias though ansel because you know we're here doing fed watch we're here talking about markets we're here to talk about the financial revolution that satoshi began that bitcoin represents and i continue to prioritize things i think if you fix the money you can make this consequential question of privacy and anonymity and uh you know the the reasonable expectation of privacy and and all that that comes after 
I think if you try and fix the the privacy thing before the money, you're you're just running your head into a wall, right? So hmm. I think Bitcoin fixes the money question before it fixes anything else. Because when you fix the money, you fix, you know, the 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 addendum to that is the brainwashing and the psyops and and the systems of control that come with it, which are much more powerful than just you know you can't say this or you can't say that. So. Uh, I continue to see it as a question of priority, and I think Bitcoin just fixes money before it fixes the privacy question. And, and but again, it could be a bias. That's what that's what this show is about. That's the stuff that I'm interested in. And maybe I'm not uh, enough of a cypherpunk or oh no, I agree or, with you. You know, enough into the privacy thing. Although I love it, you know, I, I think it's next. I agree with you. It's it's the you fix the incentives, you fix the pricing structure, uh, and the other things will follow for sure. Okay, um, anything else? This was a great conversation. Anything else to add on Tornado Cash? So as you can see, we had a little bit of a back and forth there. I don't know how well I articulated my position because I think this Tornado Cash thing is bad. I don't like it. I don't like the government coming down on people, obviously, especially if you're a well-intentioned person. But if you're not a well-intentioned person, if you're a scammer, I'm not going to feel sorry for you. It's it's a very it's a nuanced position. It's not just oh my god, everything the government does is equally as bad and this is another example of how bad they are. No. Like arresting SBF was not a bad thing, guys. He's a scammer, he's a fraudster, he lost people billions. He donated to evil politicians. He donated to evil international NGOs and organizations, this guy needed to get taken down. And I didn't see the free market going and doing that. Even though I think the government is part of the free market. So the free market did. The free market did do it. But like, I don't like necessarily to see that because overall, it's best to have less government involvement is the most efficient thing. The more you have government involvement, the less efficient the economy will be. However, I'm not going to say SBF should be set free and given all of his stuff back and all this stuff. He is a fraudster and a scammer. Tornado Cash people, they're scammers. All coiners are scammers. And like I said there in the clip, the best way to go about this is be like, we 100% support privacy. We are anti-KYC, but these guys effed up. They didn't follow the example of Satoshi. They didn't like... I don't know how to explain it. If you jump off a cliff and you don't expect to die when you hit the ground, you're an idiot. If you start a mixing service with your real names and then you don't obey the orders of people that will come to arrest you. Yes, it is not just, but the world is in a fair place, people. The world is not fair. You have to live in the world as it exists. You know, when a cop pulls me over, I'm not going to just disregard the sirens and the lights in my rearview mirror as if they don't exist. I have to acknowledge the existence of reality. And these people stuck their middle finger up in the authorities' faces. And at the same time, they're scammers. So there you have it. Hope you guys enjoyed. And uh, I'll see you guys on the next one. <laughs>